We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. All right, welcome in to the Mark Cox Morning Show on this uh, Wednesday morning, the 17th day of January, and it is going to feel balmy outside at some point today. Can we all agree on that? Well, here's the funny thing. It's freezing right now, but when it hits almost 40 degrees today, it seriously will feel like a heat wave. I'm going to feel like laying out in the sun. I know. That that's Open right. the pools back up, baby. Let's all go swimming. Yeah, no kidding. It's going to be strange, and then, of course, it's going to dip down and maybe <laughs> more snow tomorrow night, so we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on that for you. Uh, and uh, Sue's got uh, some easy traffic this morning compared to yesterday. She'll keep you up to date on that, so... Uh, stay tuned for the latest. we got Eric Burleson coming up, uh, the congressman uh, from Missouri's 7th District, and I'm anxious to get his take on the fiscal cliff, the possibility of the government shutting down tomorrow night if we don't give, if we don't feed it. And I'm I'm anxious to hear his take on uh, the speaker, Mike Johnson, kind of cave into the Democrats on this issue again. Uh, we've also got Genevieve Wood coming up. Uh, next hour, State Representative Jim Murphy is going to join us to talk about an effort to end the death penalty in the state of Missouri. We'll kick that one around about 20 minutes after the hour in the 8 o'clock hour. So stay tuned for that. Right now, here's the shortlist. The Mark Cox Shortlist. Tyree Beard was among the dozens of Tesla owners trying desperately to power up their cars at this Tesla supercharging station in Oak Brook. <laughs> yeah. Uh, te- if you if you want to buy one of those cut rate EVs from Hertz, uh, just be prepared. When the temperature's below zero, it might not move. She's still a brown lady that's got to try to win in a party that is deeply anti-immigrant and which accepts the notion that you can say immigrants are poisoning the blood of our country. Yeah, what must it be like to be Joy Reid and see everything through the prism of color? She now claims racism is why Nikki Haley came in third in Iowa. We've never been a racist country. Our goal is to make sure that today is better than yesterday. Are we perfect? No. I know I faced racism when I was growing up. Well, there's Nikki admitting maybe she was right. I I don't know what to think, Uh, but uh, Nikki Haley lost 
uh, badly in Iowa. Let's just put it that way. A Nikki Haley presidency is a lot like a war with Iran. It's a terrible idea. <laughs> Tucker Carlson uh, going off yesterday on a, the possibility of a Nikki Haley presidency. And I thought it was interesting because, as we just mentioned, she came in third. But don't for a moment think that the story ends there. Because now, even though New Hampshire will have 40% of the vote in New Hampshire will be Democrats voting for a Republican candidate, which would be Nikki Haley, that, that, in my opinion, the results should be thrown out because it won't be representative of Republicans. Uh, You can bet the effort is strong. The force is strong with this one to try to make her into something she's not. And that was the point of Tucker Carlson's diatribe yesterday, if you missed it. And I, I played part of it earlier, but I, I I didn't play the important, the most important part of what Tucker said yesterday about Nikki Haley. And, and the specific part of that is <clears throat> who's funding her. I'm going to get to that here in just a second. A Nikki Haley presidency is a lot like a war with Iran. It's a terrible idea. No normal person wants it. But because a small, well-funded group of extremely enthusiastic activists are determined to have it anyway, we are perpetually on the verge of getting it. Yes. And who do you think that is, Kim St. Ange, if you had to guess who would be funding Nikki Haley's uh, effort here? Well, we know the left, the, the you know, all those woke companies and the big names. Yep. Um, and it's the reason that that I am concerned about her as a candidate to begin with and why I'm on the never Nikki train in the primary uh, 100 uh, percent. But th- there are other things you need to understand here. She spent a ton of money in New Hampshire so far and and in Iowa um, for a losing result, for a third-place finish in Iowa. Now she's hoping to do better in New Hampshire. For all I know, she might win. I don't think so, but she could win New Hampshire with 40% of Democrats voting for her. But it's very important that you understand, and I thank Tucker Carlson for pointing this out, on who is bankrolling this effort and why they're so all-in on Nikki Haley. Listen. Now, much of Haley's money comes not from Republicans or conservatives, but from committed Democratic partisans. Anti-civilization activist Reid Hoffman, for example, is a major Haley supporter. Reid Hoffman is the founder of LinkedIn. He's a friend of Jeffrey Epstein's. He was a visitor to Pedo Island, in fact. He's also the guy who funded E. Jean Carroll's sexual assault case against Donald Trump. Reid Hoffman is a Democratic mega donor. In 2020, he gave a million dollars to David Brock's American Bridge Pack. That's a group designed to physically harass Republican candidates. Hoffman's money has also helped to prop up the authoritarian governor of California, Gavin Newsom, as well as many others on approximately the same team. So you know exactly who he is. What's interesting is this cycle, Reed Hoffman is all in on Nikki Haley. His cash is paid for one of the most shameless propaganda operations in memory. So the very same people who told you four years ago that Joe Biden was a jovial, moderate grandfather is trying to return America to normal. Those same people are now trying to sell Nikki Haley as a conservative woman of principle. (laughs) Shocking. No, I mean, I I think that's it. I mean, we were talking earlier how I think a lot of people in New Hampshire, South Carolina, other states are going to register as a Republican specifically so that they can vote for Nikki Haley. Yes. I do see a poll that was out for the latest numbers in New Hampshire, and I still see... 
It says of the major Republican candidates who you vote for, or at least who you lean toward, 50.4 percent for Donald Trump, Nikki Haley, 33.8 percent. And DeSantis is at a distant 5.2 percent. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 might survive um, New Hampshire. I, I don't think he survives South Carolina in a primary down there. Yeah. And then when he drops out, where does his support go? It goes to Donald, Donald Trump. Trump, right? I don't think most of the people looking at at him are going to then give up those principles and switch over to Nikki Haley, who's who's a, a, a she's a rhino. That she she just is. There's there's no way around it. She's she is the establishment candidate in this race. And there was a time when I really kind of thought that was uh, that that was Ron DeSantis. Because the Bush money was behind Ron DeSantis when he first started running. It sounds like all that has switched over to Nikki Haley. And now you you have a good idea who Reed Hoffman is and where all of that money's coming from. But I hope that if and when, which I'm assuming it's a matter of when, DeSantis drops out of this race, that he puts his support behind Trump like we're seeing Vivek Ramaswamy doing. I mean, he was I at hope. the campaign event with Trump yesterday. I don't know if I see DeSantis doing that. It'll, it'll, but it'll, I hope say, so. it'll say a lot about his character. Yeah. Uh, depending on what he does there, for sure. It's true. All right. Coming up, we're going to talk to Genevieve Wood, senior advisor with the Heritage Foundation. Uh, there's a poll out talking about what Americans think about this, this effort to attach pronouns to everyone. The results of it might surprise you. We'll talk to Genevieve here in just a minute. Stay tuned. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Imagine that an organization that brands conservatives and Christians haters and puts them on a map with chapters of the Ku Klux Klan works with the federal government, advising the administration on its domestic terror strategy. The stars at night are big and bright Deep in the heart of Texas. Genevieve Wood from the Heritage Foundation on the phone now. Genevieve, I was just playing that from the Daily Signal website. This is pretty frightening that uh, the Biden administration is using the Southern Poverty Law Center as a resource. It is frightening. It, it probably shouldn't be surprising, but it is frightening that they're using a group like that, which puts all sorts of what they call hate groups together on a map and widely distributes it, puts it on their website, says, here are all the groups in America that you should be wary of, that you should be looking out for. And, you know, it's one thing if it is truly a hate group, but who's who's the definer of that, of course? According to the SPLC, groups like the Family Research Council or a Catholic church are just the same as the KKK. I mean, that's the kind of stuff, and as many of your listeners may remember, several years ago, it was someone, a a person who was an activist who used that map and broke into the Family Research Council with the intention of killing people because they had seen that group on the Southern Poverty Poverty Law Center's hate map. So the, the idea is like, well, they do this, but nobody pays attention to it, is not true. And the fact that our federal government is asking this group for advice on how we should treat hate groups and how we should, what guidelines we should have is just outrageous. Well, it's not a surprise from this administration. I mean, we, our own attorney general in Missouri is having to sue them over, you know, uh, putting their foot on conservative speech online by working with these big yep. tech companies. Uh, I mean, none of this is a surprise. And this is the same group of people that accuse Republican candidates of being the ones that want to end democracy and, and be authoritarian. Well, again, it all depends on what your definition of democracy is and apparently authoritarian. But you're right. I mean, and look, going to the STLC is not the only thing they've done. Uh, They many people remember uh, they were teaming up with the American Federation of Teachers and uh, National Organization, you know, for uh, any the National Association of Educators. All these groups that wanted to keep the schools shut down, didn't want parents to have a say about whether kids wore or didn't. That's who they were listening to back during the, during the pandemic. And we have memos of all that now. So they team up with outside liberal groups to try to push their agenda and to take advice from them on how they should be running the country. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. Uh, that's That report can be found on DailySignal.com. You know, I, whenever I see somebody's profile and it's got the pronouns attached to it, I automatically dismiss that individual uh, and pay no attention to them. But this new poll that you guys are reporting on here is pretty interesting because you you assume that we see how ridiculous this is, but there must be a majority of people who don't, and that's not the case. No, that's very true. There was a fun just, uh, 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 survey just released of, of American adults between the ages of 18 to 65 looking at what do you think about the issue of pronouns? Should you know? Should schools be forcing teachers and students to use the pronouns of individual students that want a certain pronoun, or should they be using the pronoun that they want to use because yeah. that's you know, man or woman? And the flip in just two years, Mark, just two in in, in twenty twenty one, you had a majority fifty four percent saying, well, you should use the pronoun of whatever the kid wants. Today, fifty eight percent say 
completely the opposite. It ought to be up to the individual to decide what they want to call somebody. And the biggest driving force in that is between the ages of 25 and 44. I mean, ages 35 to 44, the, the group most likely to have children in schools, they went from uh, 46 being opposed in 2021 to 65% today saying, that's no, you don't tell my kid what to call somebody else. That is um, almost a 20% wing. And that is a huge number. And it, But it was a, the only group that thought we should be following the pronoun police were those ages 18 to 24. Yeah, the and, Gen you know, Zers, that's basically. That's not really surprising. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not surprising. But, I, th- I think what's scary, though, is a lot of these schools, they don't have to tell the parents if their kids decided they want to change their pronoun. And I know some states have passed laws saying yeah. you have to get parental consent, but my gosh, I saw only 10 states have done that, and Missouri's not included. So I hope more states will do that. Well, and, and but what this shows, Kim, is that if parents know, if people know what's going on, it seems that they start making the right decisions. I mean, I think the reason you see this this huge swing in two years is because look at all the news stories about this issue over the last two years, yeah. all the court cases, all the issues in the schools, and parents are waking up. So hopefully they wake up enough to do and take action on what you just said in, in terms of uh, the state action. Well, I hope so, because it won't be long before you'll get that passive-aggressive email from your company basically encouraging you to use your pronouns, and therefore, if you don't, they will assume that you disagree with that policy. I mean, that, that's that got to be coming next if it's not already happening out there somewhere. I'm sure it's already happening in some places. It's got to be. It's got to be. Genevieve Wood, thank you as always. Hey, guys, thank you. You bet. Senior advisor there for the Heritage Foundation. Always great to get her on. DailySignal.com, Heritage.org, if you want to go there and check that out. Coming up, what is going to happen Friday night? Are they going to get a budget deal? Probably, because that's what always happens, because we're Charlie Brown with the football once again. Congressman Eric Burleson is going to give us his thoughts on whether or not he agrees with what Speaker Mike Johnson's up to here. We'll be back. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste, because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. He, he wouldn't be talking about this if he didn't acknowledge that the economy is doing pretty damn well, and particularly for people who, in fact, need the most help. <laughs> so the economy only works if you don't. Am I understanding that correctly? I, I don't know what Joe Biden's talking about there. He must not have been to the grocery store recently to deal with the Biden inflation we're having to deal with. Uh, just about everywhere in our lives right now. I wanted to play that real quick, though, because the focus in Washington, D.C. right now is on the budget deal. And and Chuck Schumer, who prays at the altar of big government, is, uh, uh, you know, angry that there are a group of conservatives who don't agree with Mike Johnson on this budget deal. I've got Congressman Eric Burleson on the phone this morning from Missouri's 7th Congressional District. And Congressman, welcome back. 
Hey, Mark. Good to be back. It's good to have you on here. So where do you stand on the the Mike Johnson deal with uh, Chuck Schumer and and uh, the White House? Yeah, I'm not just a no. I'm a hell no. This is a horrible, horrible deal. Um, th- and this is how bad it is, in my opinion, is that it, it exceeds the numbers that Nancy Pelosi had last year. So we're not only spending as much, we're spending more than the bloated, crazy spending that under Nancy Pelosi. And I, I just don't understand how a Republican majority uh, can can uh, tout that, you know, that we're going to be fiscally conservative when we are spending more than Pelosi did. Congressman, this is Kim. You know, you kind of talked about how a lot of people, yourself included, are not happy with the way that this deal is structured. How do you think Mike Johnson is doing overall as speaker? Because I know there have been threats to potentially oust him. Yeah, you know, I'm frustrated. I think that he's a good person. I think he wants to do the best thing. Unfortunately, I think that he gives up before the fight starts. And uh, and I think that we at the end of the day, you're not going to get anything if you don't fight for it. If you, and, if you, and the other thing is, is that you have to be willing to risk things in order to go in a fight. That means it's going to be painful. It's not going to be fun. But we didn't come up here to be everybody's friend. We came up here to fix and save America. And so when last year's Nancy Pelosi's budget was was one point six two nine trillion billion dollars trillion I'm sorry trillion dollars 1.6 trillion dollars of discretionary spending this one is 1.659 so 30 30 billion dollars more than Pelosi's budget of last year now to put that in perspective how bad this is we are spending at covid levels covid era levels wow. and we're not in covid Okay, that 1.629 is us still, you know, making all these crazy payments that were the inflationary payments out of COVID. If we returned to the COVID trajectory or the pre-COVID trajectory, you know, in other words, if you took a chart of how much money the federal government was spending, even though they were still deficit spending, and I think that they were in fiscal insanity at that point, even before COVID, then if you took that trajectory and you plotted it out to today, including inflation, it would be we would be spending one point four seven trillion dollars. Okay, so that is one hundred and fifty billion dollars less than what Pelosi spent, and nearly two hundred billion dollars. But we're end up spending two hundred billion dollars more than uh, what we what really were pre-COVID era spending Those numbers are just hard to wrap your brain around. And then we find out that two-thirds of government spending, right, is locked in, and and there's not much you can do about it. It's non-discretionary, right? Right. And I I get that, Mark, and I think that we need to talk about the non-discretionary spending, but do you really think that that this this place, these politicians who can't cut things like – who can't cut things like food stamps or or even the simple things like money going to a new FBI building. If this Congress can't make those kind of cuts, how in the world are we going to expect them to actually fix the re- have address the real problems in the in the mandatory spending? Yeah, there's yeah. no political courage whatsoever to do that. So, I, in my opinion, fight the low hanging take 
go after the low-hanging fruit, which is the discretionary spending, especially non-defense discretionary spending, um, things like checks that we're writing to other countries, right? All this foreign aid. Th- those are the kind of things that we need to be dramatically cutting. But we're, but unfortunately, this Congress is not um, willing to fight and do that at this time. Well, yeah, that's a shame. Okay. Hopefully, you know, we keep up the good fight. I, I imagine... Mike Johnson stays in power for now, but I know there's a lot of frustration with him. Congressman, what is your take on uh, the results in Iowa? I mean, I, I I don't see this as even being a two-person race anymore. Donald Trump is running away with it, but the media still acts like it, there's a contest here. Yeah, I, I think that it's over, and I think it was over months and months ago, uh, and I think that Donald Trump is the right candidate for our time. I don't. He is a... He's unlike anyone else. How many people do you know can draw a crowd like almost like you two or yeah. <laughs> Taylor Swift con- crowd like levels in, in, that's a political figure? He he brings a lot of energy, a lot of enthusiasm that we've never seen before and, uh, I, and, and a lot of boldness. And I I can't wait to see what an unchained Donald Trump will do. Um, whenever he does, he's not worried about the bureaucracy and not worried about uh, making friends. Uh, he just wants to do what's best for America. You know, I appreciate what Vivek Ramaswamy did when he dropped out after Iowa. He's now put his support behind Trump. He's rallying with him in New Hampshire. I question if Ron DeSantis would do the same thing because I assume, and, and Mark, I think you agree with me, we don't think he's going to make it past certainly South Carolina. What do you think? How do you envision that playing out? Because I think the, you know, the I Republicans have to unite at this point. Yeah, and I think that it's hard. Sometimes it gets it's hard whenever the um, when you've been punched so many times to turn around and get behind the person that's been punching you. I know yeah. that Ted yeah. Cruz find that found that pretty difficult. Now Ted Cruz, Trump had said or suggested that his father was part of the Kennedy assassination and that his wife was not attractive. That those are <laughs> fighting words. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah. If you remember, so that would be a little. I have to admit, I'd have a hard time uh, bouncing off back from that one. But I, but at the end of the day, I think that DeSantis, um, you know, Haley, they they all need to recognize that that what's best for the country is to allow the Trump to focus his attention on Joe Biden. Yeah. I could not agree more with that for sure. Congressman Eric Burleson, always uh, great having you on here. Thank you for your time. Thank you. You bet. Have a great day. Yeah, we'll talk again soon. Uh, yeah, I mean, a, a, a very honest answer from him there. It would be hard to turn the other cheek sometimes, mm-hmm. depending on how bad the insults had been. But that's why I'm surprised sometimes. Like, for example, uh, Joe Biden picking Kamala Harris. I mean, obviously, when you're debating, you're going to throw some some names out and say some things that would be considered hurtful, and then you flip right back around and say, "Hey, I'd like to have you as my VP." Yeah, I. I that's why I don't see that, particularly in the Haley case. I, I don't see that uh, happening. And, and, I mean, I would be really surprised if it was somebody like Tulsi Gabbard, but my guess is we'll see a safe pick like a Tim Scott or a Christy Noem or someone mm-hmm. like that. I don't think he'd pick Carrie Lake because it looks like she's going to win that Senate seat in Arizona. She's ahead in all the polls. I used to think it would be her. I, I yeah, don't think it is no, anymore. I would agree with that completely. All right, uh, we're going to be back in just a minute. Stay tuned. We mobilized a coalition of countries to take strikes to degrade the Houthis' capabilities so their ability to mount Uh, sustained and complex attacks uh, becomes more difficult over time. Uh, But 
We did not say when we launched our attacks, they're going to end once and for all. The Houthis will be fully deterred. We anticipated the Houthis would continue to try to hold this critical artery at risk. And we continue to reserve the right to take further action. But this needs to be an all-hands-on-deck effort. Jake Sullivan there, the brain surgeon that he is. I wouldn't be surprised if we find out it was Jake Sullivan or one of these other Obama cronies who removed the Houthis from the terrorist list to begin with. Donald Trump had this group funded by Iran on the terrorist list that the U.S. had sanctions against and and, and, and intentionally avoided dealing with because they were on the terrorist list. And the minute the Biden administration took office, they removed the Houthis from, from the terrorist list. Why? Why did they do that? Somebody explain that. But nobody pushed them on that yesterday. I didn't see a single media person say, why did you ever remove them from the Houthis to begin with? Um, the Trump administration imposed the specially designated global terrorist and foreign terrorist organization label on the Houthis uh, back in uh, 2020. And it requires U.S. financial institutions to freeze any funds the Houthis may have, and its members are banned from being from visiting the United States, right? What about that doesn't make sense? So, so in other words, three years ago, in 2021, the Biden administration, Anthony Blinken, made the decision to remove the Houthis from that list, which means... Any funds that we had frozen became available to the Houthis. And what do we know that they've been doing to U.S. warships in the region and, and to other ships in the, in the region there? They've been targeting them with drones that they probably paid for with the money that Anthony Blinken freed up back in 2021. You can just see him right now on, uh, you know, Amazon for terrorists putting in the order for the drones back in choice. The minute they knew they had the money back in the bank. I mean, this is the same organization, the same administration that's been pandering to. To Iran for years. Um, and and I, you know, I don't know how you don't just draw the direct conclusion that. What's going on in Israel? What happened in Gaza with the attacks by the terrorists there? It doesn't all tie back to the same thing. The, the money that we freed up for Iran, the money that we freed up for the Houthis, is all now being used against us and against our allies in the Middle East. One more reason, and I know most Americans don't pay attention to this, but they should. We talk about these serious issues all the time. They don't talk about this on CNN. They're, they're not going to admit on CNN or MSNBC today that it was the Biden administration that freed up the money that bought the drones that are now being used to bomb U.S. ships. And don't talk about it. It's like an alternative universe. But they won't air Donald Trump's speech because he might not tell you the truth, says the organization 
that trumpeted the false Russia collusion allegations for years. It's a joke is what it is. We're going to be back in just a minute. Stay tuned. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 